You're now tuned into Bars and Hoops Radio. Where the world of hip-hop and sports live. One thing that I learned about this game is that you can't skip the grind. You know what I mean? There's no off-seasons. There's no days on. You can't skip leg day. You can't skip arms. You can't skip chest. No off-season. It's no season. We taking off 3D. It seals the great. We cut from a different cloth. The mother podcast, they clearly be taking shorts. We got it all covered. I'm talking music and sports. Crushing competitors, this not your regular 8 to 10 on Friday night, there's nothing out there sounding better, bruh So take a seat, we kicking ass and taking names Download the app for bars and hoops, we taking over the game You're now tuned in to Bars and Hoops Radio Where the world of hip-hop and sports live One, two Yeah, yeah, yeah What up, what up, y'all? Still's a great 3D DJ JLJ. No off season. Friday night, fellas, 8 to 10. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Your boys is back at it again. Damn, Jay. Told you put us something to get us on hype, man. You doing something that make me want to put a ski mask yeah, on. Yeah, God let's go, damn. Let's go ski mask way, man. The mother. It's for the real, way, man. Where we up, right man? Now. 3D, man. Looking sharp as ever, man. Where it up, man? Let's talk good. to the people. Three, what's good? Boys is back. Another Friday. Let's get it. A lot to talk about. Know what I mean? A lot going on, man. We got a good show for y'all tonight. Tell a friend and tell a friend. Subscribe, follow right now. Facebook Live, YouTube, Bars and Hoop Radio app in your app store. Go get that right now. Don't cost you nothing. Go get it. <laughs> Shout out three said don't cost you nothing. Word up, man. JOJ, talk to the people, man. Peace Almighty. How was your Peace week? Almighty, man. My week? Mm-hmm. Oh, eventful. Man, it's it's just starting now, man. My yeah, week is and we charging, we charging over right there. Now, man. It's charging over there too. I hope so. The plug, make see. sure. Oh, it's not oh, plugged in. Hard self. Word. But go ahead, Jay. You said your week, your week was good. Yeah, my week was good, man. I'm just waiting, highly anticipate for this weekend, man. You're I got back. mad joints. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Mad joints this weekend. Starting tonight. We in uh, what's the jo- what's the joint called? I forgot. Oh, uh, shout out to JLJ. He being modest, man. You know the name of the club is called Sapphire. Sapphire, yeah. We out, we out with Sapphire there. Rockaway Ave. Yeah, I've been there. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm in um occasions tomorrow. Oh shit! Shout out to Jay. He said occasions. Then a private party Sunday, man. 
You know, I, I won't be he here Sunday for private all party. Yeah, private party. Private party. Yeah, party money. Different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He private party money different. <laughs> yeah. You hear me? You heard that? That private money that's, party. That's why different. I don't do. That's why I don't do. I don't be outside no more. You know what I'm saying? I wait till I do my gigs and I make up for it. You know what I mean? That's what it is, Jay. What Word, about your skills, man? man? How was your week, man? I mean, the week has been great, man. It's been tremendous, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. I had a great vacation. I had a long stretch, man. I think I did about four weeks off. You I back guess. to work now? I'm back to work on Tuesday officially, you know what I'm saying? But hey, man, who's really counting, man? I mean, I'm not. I ain't looking forward to it. But hey, man, I needed some time, man, to get things together. I got a lot accomplished, you know what I'm saying, personally for myself, for the station. Worked on a lot of things, man. A lot of We got some more good things happening at the station, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got some interns coming in, man. I'm dealing with some nonprofits across Long Island. Um, You know, have a little personal intern during our show. So when we start switching to the pod setup, you know what I mean? We need somebody that's going to man the boards and do the things that we can't do, you know what I mean, while we over there talking, man. So lined a lot of things up, man. Looking forward to tomorrow, you know, postseason. My Giants is finally back, you know what I'm saying? I know you Come ain't on, too happy. Man. Yeah. We know you're not happy over there. You sent there me that message on Instagram, man. I was yeah. about to delete you in the <laughs> middle, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and shout out to Ransom because he killed that Giants intro by the way. But, you know, it is what it is, man. But other than that, man, the week was great, man. Can't wait for tonight, man. You know, we got our launch party. Launching yeah. out, you know what I mean? We we kind of big out here in these streets. Three, what you think, man? We got yeah, launch man. party. Talk about it, man. We working, man. We working. We got a lot of special things coming for y'all this off season. With what is new pod, no off season. You know what I mean? We gonna keep y'all in tune with everything. You know what I mean? Yes, the season indeed. is picking up. All stars coming up. You know a Ooh. lot going on. So NFL playoffs. So we got a lot to talk about. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and we definitely got a lot to talk about tonight. You know, I stirred up an interesting conversation yesterday, man. And you know me, I like you know. Throwing things out there, see what it returns. And it was an interesting conversation, but everybody kept looking at it in a negative light. And I'm like, why? Why is everybody looking at this so negative? Is it because they just don't want to believe that something like what I spoke about can happen? Or they just saying that I'm just bugging them in la-la fantasy land. But, you know, I want to talk about a little bit today. I got my man Three here, man. You know Three be taking this basketball thing very serious, man. So I want to have a serious conversation with some of the foolery I did yesterday. But I want to really, really go in detail on why I mentioned what I mentioned, man. You know what I mean? And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, I was bringing up a point about the Knicks, right? And y'all know that that's my team. Right now, the Knicks have a deep – this is the first time in a long time that the team has had draft picks, young players, decent players that you can call a star. They got two borderline all-stars on the roster now, but they just don't have a closer and a finisher. So on our Knicks show every Tuesday, I kill the Knicks. It's a Knicks show, but I kill the team and I call a spade a spade. I call it the way I see it. And I just feel like they're at a point where – they're going to be basically running on a treadmill or on a hamster wheel. You know what I mean? Like, we got decent players, but we don't have a closer. We'll never be able to compete with any of these teams in the East that's up top until we get somebody like that, right? So I looked across the league. We missed out on Donovan Mitchell. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? We missed out on him. Can't cry over spilt milk. We also missed out on... um. DeMar DeRozan, I think a couple years before that, he actually wanted to come here. They just never offered him the bag, and he went to Chicago. We just ended up missing out on a lot of different people that could have possibly helped the team now. So one name that I brought up, 
and everybody's like, oh, you're crazy, was LeBron James. And three, as <laughs> soon as I did it, your, your man three sent me the emoji face. I mean, the meme face was stringing like, this nigga can't be serious. Like, So three, what was so outlandish about that take of the Knicks going after somebody like LeBron? I mean, in general, I just think, um, to me, it's fool's gold right now. Like, LeBron is probably, he made, rumors are he made the man a trade. He may not. You know, he think he wasting his last few years exactly. if he can't contend for a chip. But if you're in position, you're, are you going to mortgage your future for two more years of prime, prime LeBron? Like, I think you would have to have another star or two around that already. I don't think, you know, you add LeBron and he can carry the load. He's showing you that he can now. Oh, that's a fact. Like, you know what I mean? When I when I when I brought it up, I knew what I knew what entailed with that. We're only gonna get probably about two, maybe three decent years out of him, right? But it ain't about him leading the team, right? It's about him demanding that respect from other teams where he can take the pressure off of the guys that we already have, like the Julius Randles, like the Jalen Brunsons. He can teach these guys how to close. How to win. I'm looking at it from a wisdom standpoint of bringing him in. And the fact that the team done stockpiled so many draft picks, we have too many to even carry on this roster. We got 11 first-round picks over the next seven years. We got a bunch of young players right now that a coach that we have can't even play these guys. So what's the sense of holding on to all of those picks for what? Right now, the, the market is dried up. Donovan Mitchell was the... Only hope of getting somebody that was young that could have probably came here and excited the fan base. That's that's out the window now. Go ahead, three. Yeah, the um the not pulling the trigger on the Donovan Mitchell trade probably set the Knicks back another five to ten years. Probably <laughs> did because um why not? Like he already showed you that he's a franchise guy. He's a cornerstone player that if you get somebody of his caliber, it's uh-huh. putting your it's putting your team on the trajectory to compete. You just gotta get somebody else who is on his level or just as good. You know what I mean? And he he showed you that. So why they didn't want to give up an extra draft pick, I believe it was. Yes, it I really was definitely did. an extra draft pick. I really draft. don't understand that that logic, whereas, like, I guess they thought Utah was bluffing. Yes, So they, they were trying to get more out of him. But um, um, this ain't a hot take. Realistically, I think, for the Knicks to even get back in the discussion, I think um somebody's going to have to walk there via free agency. I don't think that they're going to get a cornerstone franchise guy via trade um and that's got a lot to do with Dolan and it got a lot to do with that front office but realistically I think that um Trey Young is a guy that would fit the Knicks and he would come to New York and um he would be a guy that you could uh build not really build around but get other guys to follow him there got you now now he is somebody that I thought about but I'm like we got Jalen Brunson already like, how would that work? We gonna have both of them in the backcourt together? Nah, man. See you, Jalen. Like, what are we talk? What are we talking about? Jalen Brunson's a solid player. You know what I mean? So, you have guys that yeah, they're, they're borderline all stars, and they putting up all star numbers on a, a Nick team. Uh-huh. If would Jalen Brunson go to any other team and be an all star or be a boy? I don't believe so. You know what I mean? So, I think that um, Trey Young. I mean, what are we are we saying? Trey Young, Jalen Brunson? No. If they say give me. Jalen Brunson and whoever for Trey Young, we got it. We got to really consider that. You, you, I like that him. High, you're that high on Brunson. I like him. I ain't gonna front three. I, I like him. I ain't gonna say. I ain't gonna say I will take him over Trey Young now. But I like the fact that 
He's putting up solid numbers. Like, he's putting up solid numbers. He's carrying the team. What do you have, 40 the other night against Milwaukee? And then we lost that game. So it's like he's given us what we haven't had in years, but it's just not equating to wins. It's not turning into wins. And it's like, damn, well, what is it? We don't have that go-to guy, man, that 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 can demand a double team at any given point in time in the game. And even though LeBron is 38, he still gives that. You know what I mean? He still brings that. I think that his presence on his team with the core of players that they have now, without them having to touch their core because they don't got to give up the farm for, for um, LeBron. I mean, they're going to have to give up a couple of young pieces, they, which they can afford. They're not playing Cam Reddish right now, and I hate to say this, they not playing my man Obi Toppin right now. They, you know, it don't seem like they even trying to put him in Is the Obi mix. Is Obi hurt? He was hurt, and he came back, and you know, Tibbs still ain't find a way to get him back into the rotation. So they have young pieces that they can put in the trade without having to gut their whole future. They can still keep R.J. Barrett. They can still probably keep Brunson, Julius Randle. They don't got to match salaries because they're not over the salary cap. You know what I mean? So. And the only holdup in a deal like that, because you know I did my research, it'll it, take until February the 13th for that to actually become a reality if they was to even entertain that because LeBron had to be on the team a certain amount of time before they could even entertain train it, trading him or whatever the case may be. And he got a no-trade clause. So it's a lot that has to happen. And I also looked at it from the standpoint of he also threw out there that he wanted to play with his son. The Knicks have, uh, like I said again, they got so many draft picks. They got the opportunity. He's not a first-rounder at all. The Knicks got late first-round picks, early second-round picks. They can play politics and snatch up a Bronny James. You know what I'm saying? New York is a big market. Why wouldn't he want his son in the biggest market? You know what I'm saying? He'll get all type of endorsement deals. The spotlight will be on him. And for LeBron, coming from L.A. to New York, he could plan his roots here now. And be just as big. He can fly back and forth to L.A. to New York in a private jet with no problem if he got to really go out there, do shoots for the, his shop and all that other stuff. So I just looked at it from that standpoint. Like, it's not about LeBron coming to save the Knicks. It's just about him coming here, helping bring them to another level for a couple of years because you know what's going to happen. Once he comes here, everybody and their mother going to be doing one-year deals. One-year deals. Nah. You don't think so? Nah. Really? You think that's over with? Nah, that been over. Yeah? Dudes ain't, dudes ain't running to go play with LeBron, man. Who they playing with now, then? I mean, they, they chasing their bag. They getting their money. I mean, the days of people running to go play with LeBron, that been over. You know what I mean? Like, when when the last time it happened? Guys are not, guys are not running to go play with LeBron because they see the, the, the effects of it afterwards. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can't even get a job after that. <laughs> Shout out to my man Melo, you know and that's I mean? another so fact. Guys, are, guys are not running to play. I, I'm not in the like. I'm low on the LeBron sweepstakes. Like the stock is low. Like he's still good at this age, but I'm not mortgaging my future, or I'm not giving up a future All Star to have LeBron for a solid LeBron for two years, unless I'm knocking at the door. If I'm like Phoenix and the Lakers say, "Give us uh, two future first rounders and Mikael Bridges or Cam Johnson," yeah, I do it. You said Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson. Yeah, I I do it if I, I do it if I'm Phoenix. You know what I mean. If I'm yeah. the Lakers, I might consider it because I'm those are two, um, what the what the league is built around wing players six seven six eight could defend and shoot the three. Yeah, and if they give you two first rounders, you in there. And if you're Phoenix, you do it because you got Devin Booker, who's he's not he he's still young. However, yeah. he's been in the league for some time now, and you see them injuries are starting to hit him. That 
that mallage is getting up there. Chris Paul is on his way out. So you know what I mean? You you would do that if you're Phoenix. Yep. Yep. And that was another factor. Like you said, two names you just mentioned. They always said they wanted to play together. Melo, Chris Paul, and LeBron. Chris Paul, it'll be like this, right? Every Knicks team that ever went to the finals, this is history of the Knicks, right? Every Knicks team that ever went to the NBA finals had veteran leadership or even uh oh he's drawing up the play i don't mean to cut I was you just saying, in a perfect in a perfect ahead, world this is, in a perfect world this is what stills is drawing up right ahead, now you guys got a three he's envisioning lebron coming over to the knicks them signing mellow and chris paul eventually being over here with him you don't think not that's under, realistic not understanding that who's the other who's the young stud that's going to be the guy Julius Randle. Next topic. I mean, come on, three. <laughs> yeah, come on, three. The man is having better numbers than his all-star season. You can't Bro, deny that. He he definitely needs another player. Like, he needs another complimentary player because everything, everything on him, he can't do it. This is what I'm saying. So, three, you play ball at a high level. How do you get nice? What do you mean? How, how do you? 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 Do you get nice playing with dudes? That's no, no, no. Get? I'm not down on Julius Randle. I just see the thing is, I believe that he's a good, solid player. I just don't believe that he's a he's one of those guys. I don't think that he's up there. We talking about cornerstone guys. I just think that he's a very good player. I don't think he's a corner. I don't. I don't have him in, in there with the young guys that I think are elite. I don't think Julius Randle is elite. Like he'll have forty-one game, and then the next game he got fourteen. But this is, but but that's my point. When you putting guys around him with leadership like a CP3 or like a LeBron, they can help him hone his game into that. He's still young. He's still in the twenties. Yeah, I mean, I hear you. I that's mean, what I'm saying. I'm looking at it from no, that standpoint. I, I, I get that, but I, I don't think nobody on the Knicks roster is is somebody that they saying, "Oh, we got to keep him." If we're gonna eventually contend one day, I don't see that. Yeah, I we we kind of stuck. I, yeah, I just I just don't see that. You know what I mean? Like, look at Bradley Bill. He's been in All Star. He's been in Washington for, forever. You know, to me, I think he's still putting up numbers. But to me, it's like he got his bag and like he's really having a down year. And I think he's gonna end up going somewhere else. And it might the door might be closed. But what can you say to a guy? What he get up? What he got? Two hundred? Yeah, he, he got like two twenty five. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so so at the end of the day, guys are. Guys are cashing out, still making all-star teams, and it is what it is. You know what I mean? Titles, you need you need more than one nice guy. And today, That's a fact. Today's 30 in the league ain't yesterday's 30. That's a fact. You know what That's I'm saying? You can have a guy get 30, 40, and still lose. That's a fact. That's how high-profile, high-octane of offense is in today's game. Speaking of um, 30, you watched the Laker game last night? Nah, man, I don't be staying up for no Laker game. Hey, yo, you missed the show, kid. My Luka, man Luka, Luka Don went, went crazy. Luka Don just went bananas with a 30-point triple-double. But then here, here's the thing, right? And and I give three his credit because he says this all the time. Yo, Luka Doncic holds the ball too much. He dominates the ball too much. So this is the same thing Barkley, Shaq, and all of them were saying last night. That being said, they still winning. Nobody has done anything to shut him down yet. He holds the ball a lot. Yes, he does a lot with the ball. But he's efficient. He's having triple doubles. He's scoring whatever he wants to. 
and he's just dominating the game. So why can't they take him out of his zone if it's only him oh, I dominating mean, the ball? Because in today's game, it's made for the guy with that skill set to get off. That's why with the way the rules are, the way you could play, like nobody like Luka, Jason Tatum, John Morant, nobody's stopping those guys. You just got to hope those guys have an off night. Like you're not stopping those guys. The thing is, can Luka do that and sustain it through four rounds of the playoffs when a team can design their defense to stop you yeah. and you play in the same team every other night. That's that's the question. You know what I mean? So ain't nobody questioning can he do it. My question is can he be elite with another elite player next to him? Because all great players can't play with other great players. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? James that's Harden had like look 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 at name the name the teammates that Russell Westbrook has had. Would you say, and I always have this debate, mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook has played with more All-Stars and Hall of Famers than Chris Paul as a point guard? That's a fact. So played, Yeah, he played with KD, played with James Harden. Who's the best player Chris Paul has ever played with? Damn, I don't want to even say Harden, but between Harden and Devin Booker. Exactly. Wow. Played with Harden and Devin Booker. And he got to both of them late. Yeah. Russell Westbrook done played with Melo. Now LeBron. KD. James Harden. Um, Serge Ibaka. Yeah. Like he's played with. Uh, I'll let you slide that Serge one in there. No, no, no. That that was a solid team. That was a yeah, championship yeah, yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. yeah they won. That was they a championship that. caliber oh, yeah. team. Yeah. He played with yeah. Paul George as well. So that's. Yes. You know Paul what I'm saying? George. You give Chris Paul any two of those guys. Yeah. They contending or they winning. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? That's so a fact. all great players. So if you give Luca one of these guys, he got to prove to us that he can sacrifice some of his game in order to win because now we might not need 30, 20, or 30, 15, and, and 10. We might need you to get 25, 12 assists, and nine rebounds. But I, I think he can I think he could play off ball though. He like, does. Because he got a jump shot. Even though he's holding the ball now, he's not playing off the ball. But you know, you I know, think he can play off the you ball. You know, I think he can play off ball too in the post. But this oh, is the thing. Sure. This is the thing. What about the wing? What teams What teams are really playing through the post in the NBA? Nobody. But I think Jason Kidd will figure that out. Jason Kidd a good coach. And Luka could play the wing. You can't say he can't play the wing. He's just not quick enough, but he can shoot. And this, is the, this is the thing. This is my only reservation with that uh-huh. is that – it's, it's hard to tell a guy who's that great with the ball in his hands to go spot up and wait for it. That's that's a hard thing to do. That's to a fact. A guy, that, a guy that's that good with the ball that can always make something happen yeah. to go in a, go spot up and wait for it. Yeah. And sometimes a guy can't adjust to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. that was what James Harden should have done at times when he got paired with Chris Paul, but he didn't want to do that. That was he hard, wanted, He wanted Chris to go wait and wait for it. You know what I mean? So Yeah, that was a hard one, though. But this is what I'm saying. When he came in the league, he was doing that. He was scoring off of pin downs. He was running the floor, James Harden. Yeah, he was yeah, doing yeah, all of that. Yeah. But once he got to Mike D'Antoni and yeah. that inflated offense and yeah. it boosted his numbers, <laughs> so he became a point guard on steroids, That's a fact. he wanted the ball all the time. So now you got to kind of work for everything. Yeah. Like I like James Harden, but the way he plays at that position, he's not going to win unless – he just says, I'm going to pass first, and I'm going to get my offense when need be. And he's been doing it as of late, mm-hmm. and he's with a Joel Embiid who can carry the offensive load. 
I just think he had a hard time doing it with another backcourt player or another wing player. Yeah, I don't know how they thought that was going to work in Brooklyn with him and Kyrie. That that was yeah, I, insane. The amount of money I won off of betting against those boys Word. when they got together. Because <laughs> people see names and they automatically think it's going to work. But unless yeah. you like really been around the game or played the game, know yeah. that yeah. it don't matter yeah. all the nice guys on one team. That's it don't a fact. matter. They got to be able to play together. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. I done seen... Super teams in the summertime come with all these names get blown out by that one team that's structured. Everybody know they roll. You Somebody said I mean? something interesting to me. They said um oh, shit. um the perfect run, the running mate for Luca is Dame. Luca and Dame. That's enough because Dame though. could play off the ball. He he married to Portland. He said I he know. ain't going nowhere, which is crazy to me. I don't understand. I get it. But I don't understand it. Like, why would you marry yourself to that organization? Like, they're not going nowhere. You know what I mean? But that do make sense, though. I don't. I don't think Luca needs a, 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 a elite backcourt mate. I think he needs an elite frontcourt player to play with. Like yeah, him and Jalen Brunson was perfect for him. Yeah, because Jalen Brunson ain't. Jalen Brunson doesn't have to demand a rock and have to hold it for too long. So he was just like a combo guard that could take some of the dribbling responsibilities off of Luka at times. Yeah. But I think the perfect running mate in the backcourt with Luka is somebody who could defend and catch and shoot at a high level and be able to go get theirs off the dribble at times. Is that a Jalen Brown? Yes. A Jalen Brown. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Somebody, somebody of that fiber, a Jalen Brown. Yeah. A Devin Booker. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? If that's a healthy Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> yeah, a Paul George. Oh, Paul George. Wing, yeah. You know what I mean? An yeah, elite yeah. wing or a big. I think him and Cat would be good together. Carl Anthony Towns, man, yeah. he's injury prone too. No, man. I'm just throwing names yeah, out yeah, there yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It, like, I think even him, if AD could stay healthy, him and Luka, you know what I'm saying? Because it's just, I just think that he needs somebody else that can be dominant offensively. Yeah. He's never played with another dominant offensive player. Porzingis wasn't dominant offensively. Mm-mm. That's why they got him up out of there. Like, he thought he was too nice. Like, man, get your ass up out of here. That's why the Knicks got rid of that dude, too, man. He thought he was too nice. Like, you all right, man. You okay. You know what I mean? He's all right, but he's not ill? No. Hell no. He's all right, but he's not ill. Uh, Jokic is that deal, though. That boy different, too. And he's a a center. Putting up triple doubles on a nightly basis, bringing the ball up the court. I don't know, man. Them international players, man, they catching up three, man. I don't know. I know we don't want to hear it here, but they catching not, up, man. They catching up. They been caught they up. They been caught up they and passed, surpassed us. I don't think, nah, I'm not going that far. They ain't, <laughs> ain't surpassed us. That's, that's, that's why we still winning the gold and we still we still winning the, the uh, finals. They ain't passed us yet. So for as much as they want to say they caught up, we still run the game. That's a fact. Don't forget that's that. a fact. Yeah, it's going to take an all-world team to beat the U.S., man. All of them put together, you know yeah. what I mean? Word up, man. So, shout out to Cashflow Harlem, man. I saw something on the net. I'm pretty sure y'all saw it too, man. It was kind of disturbing, man. And, you know, I just wanted to kind of get you guys' point of view on it because, you know, we always talk some serious stuff on these shows sometimes too, man. So, a father allegedly kicked his wife out in front of the kids because she questioned him about coming home late. I don't know if y'all saw the video. I saw it. You, you saw that? You saw nah, the video, I didn't see Jay? That one. So pretty much it was a father kicking his whole family out pretty much because his wife asked him why is he coming home so late. In front of the kids, took the clothes, 
everything, threw it all outside in front of kids. You know what I'm saying? Cursing his wife out, all that, slammed the door on, all types of stuff like that, man. I just felt like, damn, yo, this is what we doing now? Like, and somebody was recording it on top of that. You know what I mean? But this is where we are as a society now, man. I just felt like, damn, man, I could never imagine me going through that much problems with my, you know what I mean? If I was in that position with my son's mother to the point where I would throw her out in front of my kid. You know what I mean? What did you think about that when you saw that, Three? Like, did that bother you? Or you just was like, well, hey, man, this is the times we in today. Um, I thought it was kind of disturbing. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't really bothered me. I just was like, yo, this is wild. You know what I mean? You know, but we don't know. It, it's never a good thing. Like, you're supposed to protect your family, your kids especially. So you're not supposed to put your woman and your kids out. You know what I mean? You're not supposed to do that. Yeah. But we don't know how, what, what's been going on. Like, this could have been something that's been brewing for a while. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we don't really know that know that much. Yeah, so, that's a fact. That's a fact. Um, just from looking at the video, it's like, you know, you you out of pocket, homie. Like, why, <laughs> why would you do that? You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's that's those are your kids. So you put out on the street, you basically putting them out on the street. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what I mean? We don't know if it could have been... Um, well, if I'm leaving, I'm taking my kids with me. It could have been one of those situations, you know what I'm saying? That's true. I so didn't look at it that way either. We, you know we don't I mean? really know the whole story. We just kind of seen that part. So, yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate, sad, you know, but I, you know, it, we, it's hard when you, you don't know the whole story and you speaking on what somebody's life or what they're going through in a relationship That's particularly true. because it's a lot of shit that plays into that because it could have, like I said, it could have been something that could have been going on for a while. That's a whole and fact. it just came to a head and it blew over and that we only seeing the end end result of it. That's a fact. Jay, what you think about that, man? Would you would you ever get to that point if you had kids and all nah, that? Nah, I can't. That's uncivilized, man. God's <laughs> he said don't to do say that, it again, man. Almighty. That's uncivilized, oh, man. man. God's gonna do that. And um You heard about Robert Creighton too? The actor. He was in um Ant Man and Ballers, Adam Crate Robert Creighton. And okay. he, um, he shot himself today and he shot it. He killed oh, his family man. first and then he shot himself. He had mental issues too. And he was an actor. Well, yeah, I mean, he was it, an it actor, could happen yeah. to anybody. Yeah, definitely. So rest in wow. peace to him and his family and, you know, condolences go out there, you know. So. Yeah, man. That, that, that's wild, man. Just seeing that, man. Like, But like Three said, you never know what could have happened. But, I mean, how are you not thinking about, you know, these kids, man, that that could scar a kid for life. Yeah, you know what I mean. Especially if it's a young girl, seeing her moms get thrown out by a dad, like that's a, the father is always the, the baby girl's first love. You know what I'm saying? That can turn her cold for the rest of her life, man. And just seeing that, you know what I mean? I'm talking about he like literally was throwing clothes out, like yeah. on the side, no bags, no nothing, just taking clothes. Like, oh, get out of here! Get the fuck out of here! Like. And I just was like, yo, I, I can't believe she had a baby in her arm and it was another baby on the other side just looking like, I couldn't believe it, man. And it was just like, man, and again, people recording it. So that person that was recording it could have probably came like, yo, man, we, you, you know what I mean? Like, it, intervene. But then again, nowadays you get shot for that too. So it's like, Word. damn if you do, damn if you did. You know what I mean? But it's, it's, it's just messed up, man, that, you know, this is where we at. As a society today, man, I ain't saying all of us, but we amongst people that think and live like that. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's just messed up, man, because that can have an effect on my but kid. I, you know what I'm saying? Your kids. Yeah, yeah, everybody. but I, as a man, 
if it get hot in the crib, I'm leaving. Facts. I'm not throwing you out. I'm not throwing the kids out. I'm leaving. I'm yeah. gonna go. I'm gonna go get away from this noise yeah. right now, and yeah. we'll talk when you know it die down. So, yeah. you know, he he was just in his feelings, but again, <laughs> yeah. we don't know no how long it was going on. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? But to throw throw your woman and the kids yeah, out, the kids out. You know what I mean? You know, he he should have just went and walked that one off or go sleep in the car. Facts, facts. Ain't that much sunshine like sunshine in uh. It was that Harlem Nights. It's like, baby, I'm not coming back home. I'm not coming home anymore. Word the mother, like, for real. It can't be that serious, you know what I mean? For real, man. But, you know what I mean? I just wanted to warm the show up, man, with something like that, opening topic, man. You know, we're going to take it to a DJ, J.O.J., Spence, Psycho J. You know, we got you got to get us hype, man, because we're about to be in a party atmosphere in a second, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Shout know, out to everybody that's planning on coming out to party with us tonight, man. It'll be greatly appreciated, man. Make sure you pull up, man. You know, the number to call in tonight is 516-206-0711. No off-season. Stills the great 3D and DJ J.O.J. Check in with us. Till six in the morning. Six in so the what morning. you wanna do? Shit, I got a pocket full of rubbers and my homeboys do too. So turn off the lights and close the door. But for what? We don't love them hoes. Yeah. So we gon' smoke a ounce to this. Jeans up, hoes down. Why you motherfuckers bounce to this? Rolling down the street, smoking in love, sipping on gin and juice. Laid back. Some sequins jeans. Everybody got their cups, but they ain't chipped in. Now, this type of shit happens all the time. You gotta get yours before I gotta get mine. Everything is fine when you're listening to the DOG. I got the cultivating music that be captivating me. Who listens to the words that I speak as I take me a drink to the middle of the street and get to Mac into this bitch named Shady. She used to be the homeboy's lady. Oh, that bitch. 80 degrees. When I tell that bitch, please raise up off these NUTs. Cause you get none of these at ease. As I mob with the dog pound, feel the breeze. Be I, Chuck Jess. Rolling down the street, soaking in 
Season. Come on, let's go. Hey! Tonight's the night I get in some shit. Yeah. Deep cover on the incognito tip. Killing motherfuckers if I have to. Filling gaps too. Let your niggas know I'm coming at you. I guess that's part of the game. But I feel for the nigga who think he just gonna come and change things with the swiftness. So get it right with the quickness. And let me handle my business, yo. I'm on a mission and my mission won't stop. Until I get the nigga maxing at the top. I hope you get his ass for he drop. Kingpin kicking back while his workers lay his rocks. Coming up like a fat rat. Big money, big cars, big bodyguards on his back. So it's difficult to get him. But I got the hooker with somebody who knows how to get in contact with him. Hit him like this and like that. Let him know that I'm looking for a big fat dope sack. What is the spin? So let's rush it. If you wanna handle it tonight, we'll discuss it. On a nigga's time and a nigga's place. Take my strap just in case one of his boys recognize my face. Cause he's a shiesty motherfucker. But I give some fuck. Cause I'm going deep cover. Yeah, and you don't stop. Cause it's 187 on an undercover car. Yeah, and you don't stop. Cause it's 187 on an undercover car. Creep with me as I crawl through the hood. Maniac, lunatic, call him Snoop Eastwood. Kicking dust as I bust fuck peace. And the motherfucking fuck police. You already know I give a fuck about a cop. So why in the fuck would you think that it would stop? Plot, yeah, that's what we's about to do. Take your ass on a mission with the boys in blue. Dre, what up, Snoop? Yo, I got the feeling. Tonight's the night like Betty Wright. And I'm chilling, killing, feeling. No remorse, yeah. So let's go straight to the motherfucking source and see what we can find. Cricket ass cop that be getting niggas a gang of time. And now they wanna make a deal with me. Scoop me up and put me on. They team me, chill with me. And make my pockets bigger. Oh, they yeah. wanna be the one that's at 7 o'clock. So what's up? I tell you what you wanna do. What you wanna do? I got the game. Just to get my mother when we come around. Back to get wrecked. All respect to those who break their neck to keep their hopes in check. Cause oh, they sweat a brother majorly. And I don't know why your girl keeps paging me. She tell me that she needs me. Cries when she leaves me. And every time she sees me, she squeeze me. Lady, take it easy. Hate to sound sleazy, but tease me. I don't want it if it's that easy. Hey, yo, bust it. Baby, got a problem saying bye bye. Just another ass of a fly guy. Your ass why don't matter. My pockets got fat. Now everybody's looking for the ladder And ain't no need in being greedy If you wanna see me down Keep a number, baby, when you need it And I'll be there in a Don't be picky, just be happy with this Quick, yeah But when you learn, you can't time it down, baby, dog Check it out Where my sexy ladies at? Come on, let's go. Chapter two. Chapter two. No off season. Hey, come on, let's go. You're loving me. 
time it's all or nothing. So I'ma take you ten rounds like a boxer, baby. Show you how I put down what Bronson, lady. I'ma take you ten rounds like a boxer, baby. Show you how I put down what Bronson, lady. I'ma take you ten rounds like a boxer, baby. Show you how I put down what Bronson, lady. Promise you're asking when I'm done for all. I'ma switch it up and make life comfortable. I'ma be the reason you're not sleeping, baby. I'ma invade the thoughts you keepin', baby. If you're still not convinced, I'll tell you more. Make you forget the way you felt before. Uh-oh. I could be your wake-up reason daily You could be my first and leading lady I'ma make you happy that you waited For me to settle down Uh-oh, I'm ready and I'm not afraid to say it I'm tired of the game, already played it I'm over all the month girls I dated I tell you what you are, you're my diamond girl You're the one, I put the rock on You're my diamond girl You're the one that I quit the game for You're my diamond girl You're the one I put the rock on You're my diamond girl You're the reason I quit the game for On time, no off season, man. Every Friday goes down, man. Eight to ten p.m. After this, we at Sapphire Lounge, man. One hundred two Rockaway Boulevard. Let's go, Rockaway Avenue. Come on. Oh, man, get a piece of this late night lover. You know the one that swing dick like no other. I know I got a lot of things I need to explain, but baby, you know the name. And love is about things. So stop the complaints and drop the order restraints. Our sex life's a game, so back me down in the pain. I can't wait no more. Is this about a quarter past three? And sure days I mean, I got. The Bentley Ballet, and I'm just outside of Jersey, past the Palisades, and I love to see that ass in hoops and shades, roll out on the bed while I'm yanking the braids, thug style, you never thought I'd make a smile while I'm smacking your ass and fucking you all wild, but we share something so rare, but who cares, you can't, New York to the heart, but got love for all, lie die in the fire where I learn to ball, New York to the heart, but got love for all, lie die in the New York to the heart, but got love for all. Lie, die in the fire where I learn the ball. Uptown is the place where I lay my dome. On the streets of the Bronx where my family roam. Oh, damn it, we home. Peter got a n- player. Haters can feel the flame for my heater. I never really liked to play a fool like that, but I love to succeed. See, foes fall flat. Flat, like deja vu. And I got another clip down a deja crew. I sit pissed out, dumpy, mo with the pissed out. Just cause I'm pissy don't mean you should miss down. Keep them in the fitties and hundreds all the range. Anything less than that, you keep the change. Not filthy rich, but I'm barely broke. Blessed with flows to keep you hooked like dope. Friends call me guns, sons call me trife. Cause I'm quick to slide off and slide this up in your wife. And that's life. You should learn how to treat her. I guarantee Peter knows how to the end. In the Bronx, call me Lex, cause I push a Lex And I rock a Rolex, and I lounge on Lex And I love sex, and I wave on sets That be trying to flex, like Dex God rest your soul, but when you're playing cards with guns It ain't no time to fold, ho New York dudes got crazy game But out of town, it is all the same Brooklyn, Brooklyn, crazy loot That's because when it's beat, they ain't scared to shoot All of them, all know how to play Mac the 600, getting crazy pay out of Queens, got shit on lock Strapped with the running up in your spot But if it wasn't for the Bronx, this rap Probably never would be going on So tell me where you from Uptown baby, uptown baby We gets down baby I'm for the 
crown, baby. Now if it wasn't for the Bronx, this rap would probably never really go at all. So tell me where you're from. Uptown, How do you want it? You gon' back that thing up or should I push up on it? Temperature rising, okay, let's go to the next level. Dance floor jam-packed, hot as a tea kettle. I'll break it down for you now, baby, it's simple. If you be an info, I'll be an info. In a hotel or in the back of the rental. On the beach and in the park, it's whatever you into. Got the magic stick, I'm the love doctor. How your fans teasing you about how I sprung, I got you. Wanna show me you can work it, baby? No problem, get on top, then get the bounce around like a low rider. I'm a seasoned vet when it comes to the shit. After you woke up a sweat, you could play with the stick I'm trying to explain, baby, the best way I can I'm melting your mouth, girl, not in your I'll hand I'll take you to the candy shop I'll let you lick yeah. a lollipop Go ahead, girl, yeah. don't you stop Keep going until you hit the spot G-U-N-E-U-N-E-U-N-E-U-N-E-U-N-E-U-N-E-U-N-E-U-N-E-U-N-E-U-N-E-U-N-E-U-N-E-U-N-E-U-N-E-U-N-E-U-N-E-U-
T-Patterns itself to rap JFK. You want to pass for my jack little asses, then hop, yeah, thought that ass class. Lay back in that Maybach roller best. I ask, have you in your long-legged life ever seen a watch surrounded by this much pink ice? Look, but don't touch, young scrapper, think twice, because I got that I clutch, got a little red light. Need a light? The light that la-la-la. Beanie Seagull always loving that la-la-la. Miff Bleak always loving that la-la-la. It's the rock, mommy sing our lullaby. Come on. Excuse me, miss, I'm the key. You should come hang with me, basically. Hold up, skip on the singing. Back to live action. Shout out to DJ JOJ for that spin cycle. Word three, man. We're going to get to it, man. We're coming back to NBA, some NBA action, man. We're going to give you some scores and updates for tonight's action. Julius Randle just disrespected somebody on Washington, D.C. Dunked all in his face and disrespected him. But we're going to give you the, the scores for tonight's games, you know, so far. How we looking? Shout out to all my betters out there, too. Word three, talk to the people. We're going to run it down right now into the third quarter. The 
Pelicans lead the Pistons 92-83. The Hawks are over the Pacers 82-81. The Knicks and the Wizards are in a tight one with the Knicks up 80-78 going into the fourth quarter. The Warriors are beating the uh, Spurs 74, uh, 80 to 74. The uh, Bulls and the Thunder 52 48 Thunder. Suns, Timberwolves 55 for the Timberwolves, 43 for the Suns. We have uh, some late games in action tonight the Nuggets and the Clippers, the Magic and the Jazz, and the Rockets and the Kings. For all my DraftKings fans, get on your jaw. Hit them parlays. <laughs> Shout out to everybody on a parlay tip. Some good parlays tomorrow. You know what I mean? Shout out to my Giants out here. We about to probably move on from the first round. You know what I mean? Shout out to Jay. I see the envy in your eyes. <laughs> I see the envy in your eyes, It's Jay. not the green from the Jets, neither. It's definitely some envy right hey, here, man. man. I think it's a Jet helmet behind the booth somewhere. We can't see it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We got to move that to the front. Yeah, the mother, man. For real, man. But um, like I said, man, we're going to get to uh, some some hip-hop right now, man. You know, it's a lot of drama out here going on, man. And, um, you know... Keith Murray been doing the most as of late. You know what I mean? I'm loving it, too. And um, you loving it? Hell, yeah. So, it's mad juicy, man. Go ahead, Jay. Tell me why you love it. Especially where he at with it. It's definitely juicy. <laughs> but but did y'all see the did y'all see what Sai uh Saigon said that the whole shit is staged? Like it is? Nah. That's I what can't. he said. He said Keith Murray said like Watch how easily I get these people to believe whatever is I say and start a commotion. Nah, it can't be because he'll get sued for that because he's, he's spread Definition that out on, online. Yeah, definitely. definitely I mean, I, I, believe, I believe you, I but be- so who's lying? Saigon oh, or, or Keith? Mm. So is it is it some he of said it something true? about Saigon too? I didn't hear it. Nah, nah. Yeah. Uh, Saigon just came out and was like, yo, Keith Murray got y'all because he told me that he was going you know, do some clickbait shit and get all y'all in the uproar. Get out of here, man. I mean, I read that somewhere. I don't know how true it is. You know the internet. Yeah, you know, the internet you, you is know, undefeated. You literally got to go comb through all that shit to find out what's real and what's not. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Um, Before we move on, um, the situation with um the kid, Big Scar, from Memphis that was signed yes, to- Yes, yes, yeah. Talk about signed, that, That man. was signed to Gucci, and um he passed away to um accidental drug overdose. yeah. Um, and then you had family members online bashing Gucci about he didn't do this, he didn't do that, he didn't pay for the funeral and things of that nature. When then Gucci's wife proceeded to show receipts that they paid the funeral home 10K, Atlantic Records gave another 10K, they sent flowers, everything. And then uh, I, I believe it was his brother and his sister. Then Gucci, they said Gucci was asking for the 1017 chains back. And that they, was and they, tacky. they were saying that um well I mean I understand it from a certain perspective because uh-huh. exactly what he thought would happen happened um the kid who is supposedly this guy's brother the younger brother he shot a music video at the funeral what absolutely oh, he nah. shot a music oh, yeah. he shot a music Are you video serious? he shot a music video at the funeral and he had both 1017 chains on so I understand why Gucci is saying, um, oh, let you, me get that oh, back because y'all could go out and run around with it on and y'all not 1017. Oh, and as well, uh, uh, an enemy of mine can purchase them from you. And that's a you know fact. what I mean? So wow. I understand it from that point. But however, this goes back to something I had a conversation with somebody last week. Um, 
Nobody's obligated to bury you. You know that's what I'm saying? That's a fact. Like that's a fact. Whether whether if you don't have an agreement in place, whether it's your employer, a family member that you're cool with, nobody's obligated to bury you. That's a whole. You know fact. what I mean? And I think the problem was y'all wanted Gucci to send y'all cash, but they just cut a check for to the funeral home. Yeah, ten. But y'all wanted y'all wanted the money. Yeah, that's a fact. So yeah. it show it show what your intentions are, because if somebody say yo, I need a if I say. JOJ, I need a system was burying my loved one. And JOJ say, yo, three, I got you. And he pays the funeral home directly 10 grand. And I get mad at Jay like, yo, why you just give me the, you know, give me the yeah, bread. Yeah. He going to be looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, bro, I, I paid the funeral home already. <laughs> like. Why are you mad? Why are you mad? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you wanted money. You wanted me to give you money. Yeah. And, and that, that's what's wrong with people, man. Like, we got to understand, man, life insurance exists. It's a real thing. Nobody's Facts. obligated to bury you, and you just got to understand that. Like, if somebody does something out of the kindness of their heart, accept it, no matter Bless how small or how big the it is, because they're not obligated to do that. No question. No question. So I just thought that was real tasteless. It was tacky, and I'm glad that the young man's father came out and spoke up and said that um, Gucci did um, – Look out in Atlantic Records did look out and yes. he not gonna let you know them slander them and throw them and say that they didn't do X Y and Z and the young the kid the kid's brother who shot the music video he later apologized in a in a a post saying that he was kind of out of pocket yeah, he but, was out of pocket you know but after I mean disrespect is disrespect like I don't like sorry tomorrow niggas like yeah. don't tell me sorry tomorrow damn. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, though. You're right. Yeah. Like, word, I'm, I'm sorry yeah. tomorrow. Word. Yeah. I'm not. Don't, don't violate and then be sorry tomorrow. Like, yeah. Nah, we're not on that type of time. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, man. Word. That's that's shocking, though. That's sad. I didn't know all of that because I did hear them online talking about, yeah, we don't need your little funky 10,000 and all this other stuff. And then the pops did clear everything up. But I did not know that they basically shot a music video. At yeah, I heard funeral. that. I didn't know it was the same thing though, but I heard I heard about that music video. Yeah, they like, shot at the funeral. Who raised you? Yeah, supposedly that's his brother. Yeah, that's his brother yeah, too. But, yes, but, yeah. Yeah. but still, brother or not, like how you? Yeah, respect, man. Yeah, like what are, what are they doing? You thinking music, and your brother just died from a drug overdose? You trying to and come you and trying to benefit from his death? Work, and, and then you wearing the chains now. Now I understand why they wanted it back. I would want it back too, cause you can't be affiliating yourself with me like you signed to me. Yeah. That was for your brother, you, not bro, for you. You don't want them bars and chains hoops back. <laughs> you don't want those back, bro. <laughs> Let me get those. You gonna want those back? Like Yo. I need those back. You oh, know, I, you know, I need those back, man. <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying, but they was yeah. like, hell no, you ain't getting them chains back. <laughs> and they went on social media with it quick, like hell no. Nah. Yeah. You know, you ain't getting these chains. He, he in a video flexing them joints like. <laughs> Every chance he get, he's showing them shit. <laughs> like, boy, you not signed to 1017. What are you doing? Yeah. And what I seen you? Gucci. What's his girl name again? Keisha, Keisha. K.O. Yeah, K.O. Yeah. They was like, well, we even did this. We even did that. And we sent flowers. And y'all didn't even say thank you. Crazy. Like, who raised these people, man? Like, you know, it is what it is, man. It's only a rap, Entitlement man. is at an all-time high, That's man. a whole fact. You know what I'm saying? A whole fact, man. You know what I'm saying? But but getting back to you, man. Shout out to three for that, man, because I forgot all about that, man. Word up, man. But Foxy Brown addresses Keith Murray, man. And she was on social media going ham. First, she said in a post on Instagram, Ha, that guy's hat alone should have told y'all that this story was no bueno. Like, they showed him with a hat. 
looking crazy, goofy with some glasses. Then she said, now somebody tell dope fiend ass Murray, we want to book him for a walkthrough. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, she basically saying that he's broke and he's just looking for attention and all that. Then she said, crackhead ass Murray want to die for a lie. Like, now she's getting disrespectful, threatening to kill him and all this other stuff. And then she said, boy done effed up adding my name to that fairy tale. You know what I mean? So, to me, when I first heard the story, I kind of believed Keith. You know what I mean? I believed him. I mean, I wouldn't think that he would go on air and lie. Like, one thing is, a man, you ain't supposed to go on air and lie in your manhood. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And the way that the story sounded was believable because he mentioned corrupt because she was with corrupt. And, like, even I think me and you three was going yeah, back and forth. Like, yo, how come all this stuff ain't documented and ain't come out yet? Because back then, it ain't have no Instagram like that. And they did have these industry parties where yeah, 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 they definitely. would be at during yeah. the weeks. You know I, what I'm saying? I, I was questioning. I wasn't questioning the whole Foxy thing. That <laughs> that could have possibly happened. You know what I mean? Even though I said, I don't think no man should go air any woman out, especially years later, because you don't know where that other person at, is at in their life. That's a they fact. could be married. They have kids who are on social media, things of that nature. So you need to respect that. Like if I got, if that person may have a 14-year-old son or daughter, yeah. and you talking about something from 30 years ago, and now their moms is trending about some shit from 30 years ago because you wanted to go up there and be a chatty patty about <laughs> what happened between you and a chick. Like, I think that's out of pocket. But I said... The shit with Suge and Puff that he said, yeah. I don't believe that because I don't think that that could have just stayed under the rug for this long, knowing the friction that those two had. I think like somebody else confirmed that. I'm not too sure, really? man. Yeah, I think somebody else the slap? confirmed that. The slap, yeah. And Jaguar White definitely confirmed Foxy Brown. She oh, said a lot better. of stuff about yeah, I mean, she was saying yeah, a lot yeah. of stuff about a lot of stuff. A lot of people, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's like, she bitter, though. She's yeah, you got to understand, those people that's been like, they feel like they ain't get what they deserve after being in that industry. They tend yeah. to do a lot of shit that, you know, they bitter. You yeah. know, I'm not saying she is, but. Okay, but this is what I say again, though. If she's talking all of that defamation of character, why nobody's stepping up to actually sue her? Nobody. Because she said a lot about J. O. J. a whole you, you saying, bunch of You people. saying a lot, a, lot, a, lot, a lot about taking somebody to court and suing them for defamation of character. If you ain't got nothing, what the fuck am I suing you for? And I'm way up. You know what I'm it's saying? True. Like it's the same thing with uh, it's another dude unless that you fifth. every in it, yeah, unless you fifth on some petty <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. Like yo, you gonna wear this? I'm gonna take whatever little bit of change you get. <laughs> but if you Diddy or you Hove, like you close to a Bill, Billy or you are Billy, how are you suing somebody who has nothing? You know what I'm saying? Like what are, you, what are you wasting your time? You gonna pay more money in legal fees than by suing them? Yeah. Like you gonna have to do that? Like, it's somebody on the internet. I'm not going to say the guy's name, but he's talking crazy. He's been talking crazy about Puff for the last 10 years, saying all yes, kind of yes, crazy yes, shit yes, about yes, Big yes. Death, everything. Yes. Puff ain't respond not once yet. I think he's going to keep doing it until Puff responds. Yeah, but Puff, Puff is gonna never going to respond. Yeah, facts. Puff's not taking him for a defamation suit because yeah. homie probably don't got what, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let somebody who got it, yeah, come out of pocket. You definitely like, oh, you gonna pay for this? Yeah, that's that's when it get tricky because people will wait until you get up. Yeah, they be like, yo, matter of fact, I'm suing you because you did this, you did that. Yeah, and then so, people good for that. Yeah, you gotta kind of weave through it and watch with you know what I'm saying. Like niggas sitting on these 
uh, sitting on these platforms just talking. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because they want to they want to trend. They want to get their bookings up. You know, yeah. everybody's talking about Keeper. I bet you his streams went up. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. People who didn't even know who he was. Like this generation of kids, they hear a name and they don't know. The first thing they do is they go fact they go back check it. Or if it's a music person, they go try to check out the song. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad, it's still a stream. It's still clickbait. It is That's what it fact. is. Like I'm not saying Murray totally lying but a lot of that shit just seemed like you Fabricated. know but like I said Murray gonna get booked I told y'all yeah, that yeah, you right <laughs> yeah, got you was right yeah for what yeah. Um, no you just gonna see him on more people's platform oh yeah definitely you know definitely, definitely, definitely you gonna just gonna fact. see him on more people's platform cause that's how it is once people start talking about you that's the that's the way it go that's a fact that's a fact man for real so as I was driving in today, man, I'm getting hyped because you know we got the party coming on, about Let's to go, go on tonight. I was hyped, so I'm just listening to music. You know what I'm saying? Sending music, you know, like yo, play this, play that. And um, as I'm listening to music, I come across Nori, and I come across his catalog, and I think that Nori has a really, really slept-on catalog. I think oh. that he got enough records. Do, all right, so this is my question to y'all. Do you think that Nori has enough records in his catalog to do a 20, 20 out of 20 versus battle with somebody? Hell yeah. Me, me, and, me and my bro Jay already had this argument. He, oh, what? Yeah, he, he, he was so he was co-signing saying that Bleak will wash. What? You know, and uh, I was like. What? And I was he like. say that. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> you and take I was that like, bet. no, it's not. I was like, it ain't happening. Like, nah. it's not happening. You know what I'm saying? And I think he was coming from. A standpoint of he probably could rock a party going in his Rockefeller bag with a lot of bleak stuff. But I'm looking at it as if they just go head up, I think Nori got more impactful records. You know what I'm saying? As far as, you know, that hit harder by itself and with the CNN stuff. I don't think that it would be um, a contest. Yeah, fact. I was really, like, I, I was even shocked. Like, damn, you know what? I never thought I, of I had a whole playlist with it. Cause I, what? Yeah, like, yeah. I was ready you know, to really do we that. We was debating a whole lot. We had, we the argument was first Nori and Bleak. Then it was um Fat Joe and LL. And, like, three mm. guys was, like, on the Fat Joe side. And I'm like, <laughs> I ain't gonna what y'all was going at in yeah. the other so, studio? So, so one, the once, studio? once I got them to my backyard, I had a little cookout. Was busting Fat Joe. Oh, busting Fat Joe. I, yeah, I, I had a cookout. I threw that LL on. I threw that LL playlist on. I just kept <laughs> acting like I was, like, are y'all niggas serious? Are y'all niggas serious? <laughs> said, it's not I'm happening. I'm going to set them up. I'm going to get them nice and fat. Eat this food <laughs> and drink this drink. You're going to listen to this they LL. even had Joe over Buster. Nah, he's all about this. Well, is what, this is what I'm saying. We had that conversation in the other room. I think I was on the, I think I was on the Joe. I think I was on the Joe bandwagon that time. Y'all bugging, man. Y'all see what happened when Joe went up with Ja? Yeah, yeah. Ja did clean him up. Ja cleaned him up. Ja cleaned him up. Ja cleaned him up. But Nori, man, what would be an interesting versus? Like, forget Bleak. Bleak ain't even in the same league as. I don't even know why. He brought Bleak up. But who would y'all think Nori would give an interesting uh, battle to? I got one. Who's that? Cam. Cam and Nori? Killer hmm. Cam? That may be interesting. I'm bugging? Nah. I'm just thinking, yeah, that, that'll be a good one. That would be. Yeah, that would be a good one. 
They both came out around the same time. They 98, 99 babies. I might want to do that. I might you know want to do saying? that. I think, I think that's the one right there. Word. Because hmm. it, it ain't, to me, it ain't no wash either way. It's about the record you pay, you pick. Yeah. That's a fact. That's a fact, man. I think Nori might get them too, though. I think I think Inno will get that too, man. That first Ken? album was a classic. Don't let His Jay first solo. Nah, nah, I think yo, I really yo, I ain't gonna lie. As I was coming in, I was on the highway, like you know, them horses started kicking in. I'm like, oh, nigga, <laughs> Nori got some joints, <laughs> and I ain't just talking about from the the Noire album. Nah, not even the CNN album. Like all the stuff he did on the Violator. And, and with Joyce and collab with Styles P. Come oh. through record should have been a oh single. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, I don't know what he was thinking about with that. I would have been like, yo, Chris, this is my record, bro. We're not putting this on no compilation album. For real. That would have been a platinum, you know what I mean? That would have took him to another level because that record Word. was big. But they said, I think on Drink Champs, they was up there, E Nicks and them, they were saying that on. Um, yeah, Eric Nicks. Shut yeah, up Eric Nicks. They didn't, they didn't think the record was going to be as big as it was. <laughs> what? Yeah, that record was crazy. Which that record, record again? Still hit. The Come Through record. Come Through. Don't worry. You won't hear it, Jay. You're going to hear it. Don't worry. I, yeah, I might have gave one of y'all early, but <laughs> I ain't going to say nothing, though. But, um, Come Through record was hard. Yeah, that was. That, was, that record was crazy. And I was like, it made me really listen to this cat. Like, yo, he got a lot of joints. And he, and he got a lot of joints with Pharrell. And yeah. Pharrell was like, you know what I mean? Top dog at one point in the game. Hold you know up. what I'm saying? Neptunes. They were Neptunes, Neptunes at the time. Because yes. um, one of my coworkers brought, brought up one of his songs, too. And I was like, I, I said Pharrell. But then when you look it up, it says Neptunes. Neptunes That's yeah. when the Neptunes yes, was Neptunes. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Neptunes, definitely Neptunes. Neptunes is, Nori's the one that really, like, well, broke the their sound. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Broke their sound with the NORE album. Like, so he, he broke their sound with the What What record. And you know what I'm saying? All that, like he Facts. really broke his sound. He said, Pharrell was the one that was like, "Yo, that's the hook." Facts. Like Nori used to say, "What, what, what, what?" Just to count his bars. Yes. Pharrell was like, "Yo, that's the hook. That's yeah. the fucking hit." Yes. Yes. Grimy, a hit. Come on. And I was like, "Damn, I forgot about these." Jo- I ain't forget about them, but I ain't hammered so long. And then we were him like, "Yo, yeah, this nigga would really smash somebody in a verses, kid." Yeah. Because he got a lot of joint and they club records. So everybody, when they hear him, you're like, oh, this nigga. Okay, I got, I got a hot, a hot one. Go ahead. Versus, and I, I already know that, I already know my answer. You, we say Cam first, Nori, and Kiss. That's mm. Kiss hands down. Yeah. No. Yeah, Jay. Kiss hands no, down. No, you can't say that. Yeah, oh, man, we can't. Kiss can, hands we can down. All right, Jay. Speak you know, you know why I say mind. that, though? Because um, Jay to Kiss albums wasn't that crazy, though. He got singles with the locks, but his albums wasn't that crazy. If you want to go album for album. Overall, he got a better discography. Who? Now, if we talking, if we talking about adding mixtape joints and all that in there, Nori has no chance. Yeah, whatsoever. Nori has no chance. Yeah, but yeah, that's, it's, it's your it's your entire catalog, and that's yeah. why I said I like I always said like those guys they really have a cheat code. Like you got songs with Hove and Big, you know what I'm saying? You got Hove, you got songs with DMX. Facts. Like this is top of the food chain right Facts. here. So it's hard, you know what I'm saying? Like these dudes live through like three different eras of hip hop, so Facts. it's different. Like Nori had his time period. Cam had Cam had his time period, mm-hmm. but I think a person like Jada Kiss, he's been around since '98, 
all the way up until he's been in every time period with X. He got records with X. He got records. He on Hove records. He's on, you know what I'm saying, Big. Like, I did real songs with Bigs. No made-up shit. That's a fact. You know what That's I'm saying? So, it's just going to be a tough out. And he wrote Benjamins. Like that's a fact. <laughs> was he talking to fifty? And he, he said wrote that? Victory. <laughs> a lot of you don't know Jada wrote Victory. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. So I just think it's it's gonna be tough to beat him because you know what I mean his pin game and how long he been around. That's why Absolutely. I knew he was gonna get Fab. A lot of people thought Fab had him the same way everybody thought Dipset was gonna get the locks. But oh yeah, yeah. It's just different when you 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 from that that cloth. You know what I'm saying? I want to see I want to see the locks in G Unit, man. Wash. Oh, the locks is gonna wash yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, that's a wash. No disrespect. Yeah. What? A wash? Yeah. Damn. You know you know why? Why? The stage presence ain't the same. That's that's the That difference. shit means something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like them them dudes is from a different different time, man. Like they are true MCs, so yeah. they know how to command the stage, they know how to commit. They stage presence is different. Where I think G Unit with they mixtape shit and they commercial shit albums, yeah, they could go up there and play some shit. But are they gonna command the stage the way the locks do? I'm mm-hmm. not sure. Mm-hmm. I think the locks are more cohesive than any of them groups because those groups are really individuals that clicked up. You and know that's why they be dipset the way they did. Yeah, yep. Yep. it was. It wasn't really a group. It was like MC, like a, a individuals that came together as a collective Yeah, where the locks is really a three-man group. You know what I'm That's saying? A fact. That's so it's a fact. almost like the only people I could put up there that could stand up there with them and R.I.P. Prodigy is Mob Deep. Mm. That's, who, that's who I think would get him. locks? With, yeah, I think mm. they would have gave him a run for their money. Definitely. Yeah. If P was still alive. Yeah, if definitely. P was alive. Rest in peace to Prodigy, man. Word up, man. So I brought all of that up to say, you know, what happened to Versus? Like it's quiet. I thought right about now. that the other I day too. About, like, yo, what happened? Timberland was talking on something recently where he's saying they still working out some kinks. It's still going on. But remember when that report came out that they was owed some bread? Yeah, it was a report came out that it was like thirty million that they didn't pay Timberland and Swiss. Yeah, Get for, out all, of for all of them. No, or? no, just that they still owed thirty million. They were supposed to pay them a lump sum up front, and then they were supposed to pay them some. The rest in installments. Who versus themselves? You talking no, about Trilla. The- oh, Trilla. Trilla. Oh, Trilla. Remember, right. they Trilla sold, it, they sold yeah. it to Trilla. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's they right. sold it to Trilla, so Trilla is supposed to be paying Swiss and Timberland, but it was something about Swiss and Tim filed the lawsuit because they didn't get their money. So I guess that's the holdup. And he was just on a platform recently saying that, you know, they still working out the kinks and the wrinkles. Damn, still the now? Pill. Yeah, so, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's going to go away because it's too, if you get the right matchups, you mm-hmm. gonna, it's like a pay per view fight. So now you gotta remember when they went to Triller, they were trying to charge people. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. Then they, they was what, also trying to put yes. it on boxing undercards. Like Triller was doing like they was boxing doing matches. They was doing, they the was doing both. So they was trying to do that. I think they need to just put it back the way they had it, where people could live stream and eat eat off the advertising. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, that's eat off the advertising. When that's when it was the best. Like y'all trying to monetize it extremely too much. Yeah, they got like, greedy. You want me to pay you money to watch people perform? Old records. Yeah, I could just go throw the <laughs> throw the records on, or make a playlist of my own. Yeah. Like real talk. Like Shout out to three. Yeah, I get that. You know what Word. I'm saying? Like once they like they doing too much. You commercialized it where it's like, yo, leave it the way y'all had it. Instagram mm-hmm. or Apple TV or whatever. 
and eat off the advertisement. That's but a whole now fact. they want to get an artist a big bag, so they got to get that money back. Somehow. That's a whole fact. That's a whole. That's a fact. lot of money to make up too. I don't know. Yeah, because artists that up. Is like artists <laughs> started to say we're not yeah. doing it for free, and and that's what the problem is. I don't not, think they not realizing it. Not realizing that it's only going to help you. Yeah, Being on streams, that platform yeah. is only going to help you. Everybody artists. Help, Everybody's numbers went up after they did verses. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. Everybody, yeah, especially Kiss. Everybody that ever has, has ever been on there, yeah. their numbers went up. Yeah. So if you owned your catalog, or if you owned oh. your publishing, you oh. you yeah. came up. Like Cam said, I'm still eating off the verses. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So that that's basically what it is. But it was a dope idea. It was a dope concept. I hope it's still around because I think it's some matches we need to see. I didn't like the loot of Chris Nelly. I think nah, that was terrible. I, mean? I didn't like that. Really, realistically, I thought somebody like Josh should have went with T.I. or Ludacris. Josh versus T.I.? Yeah, I think that would have been better. I think they both had yeah. big commercial-type records. I think they both had good street records. I think it would have been a contrast of styles, Yeah, and it would have been a good joint. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think Joe just picked Josh, like he said, that was his man, and he love. knew that Ja wasn't going. Nobody was going to want to go with Ja. Yeah, and he got smacked around. Because you know like remember, initially it was supposed to be Ti and Jeezy. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yes, yes, yes. And then, uh, then yeah. they tried. Then they got Gucci last fourth quarter. And then that was I ain't even like that one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I didn't was, even that like was, that. That one. was that was for Atlanta. That wasn't for that wasn't for the world. That's a fact. That was for Atlanta because I was telling people like this shit is a walk. That's a fact. That's a fact, man. Them, them mixtape Gucci joints was not hitting. <laughs> I wasn't a fan you know of him saying? at all. So I, I mean, I knew him, but I was telling him, I was like, "Oh, he was like, Gucci's good." Da da da. His mixtapes is classic. I'm like, listen. Yeah. Jeezy is an era. Jeezy has his own era. From that yeah. time he came out for those two, three years, you knew it was snow. Like it is what it is. Like Jay Z just don't get on records with anybody. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's you know what, what I'm saying. That's what caught me off guard with him. I was like, "What the fuck is Young Jeezy?" Well, oh, he wow. put him right, and I think Def Jam had brought Def, him. He in. was Def Jam new artist because mm-hmm. I went to um his um listening party. He had a listening party for his first joint. Mm-hmm. Me and Jay pulled up there, and they was playing the whole album. I was like, "Yo, this dude about to be out of here." That's what's up. Word. That's, that's what's up. He was out of here. <laughs> Shit, man. <laughs> boom, boom, clap. Boom, boom, that was yeah. That that came they out led, of nowhere they led with the Manny Fresh joint, and that was that wasn't even what his best work. That's a fact. That's a fact. Word, man. So we're gonna take it back. Last week we did a a little joint, man. We took it back to '98, man. With, with some heavy hitters in '98. I ain't gonna lie, the albums that was in '98. When I look at this year now, nowhere near the uh, albums that came out in 1998. But nonetheless, albums did come out, man. So. In 1999, it was a uh, it was an interesting year because as you look at the list, let me blow the screen 1999. up a little bit. 1999, 1999. word, right? This is um, Raekwon, his sophomore debut with a mobility, right? Everybody thinking that after only built for Cuban links, Raekwon gonna come with a heavy hit project. You had Eminem drop the Slim Shady LP oh, man. in 1999. Slim Shady era, Method Man and you know what I mean? They dropped their Blackout album. You know, Jay-Z. I forgot about that. The S. Dot Carter album, Volume 3. Then you had The Chronic 2001, which is a classic. Oh, that yeah, that yeah, one right there, you still play to this day. Then you had The Roots. You know what I mean? Yeah, Roots is hot, too. Yeah. And you had The Nas I Am, which a lot of people have reservations about it. 
is like you had a lot of commercial records or attempts at making commercial records on there. Then you had the most deaf. This album was solid. Got black on both sides. You had murder music. Mm, that murder music. Which was it got one of the most classic verses on this album from Cool G Rap to this day. Oh yeah. The oh, realest. The realest, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then you had X. This was, I think, his third album. Yeah, this was his third album, right? He yeah, that was his third. Yeah. yeah, it's his third album. Then you had the big album that they put together, which I don't think nobody liked. I don't even remember that. This is what I'm seeing. That's sad. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't even crazy. remember it. And like Kiss said, what's the line Kiss said, three? I got real songs with big, no, no made-up made shits. <laughs> like, word, for real. That shit was a money grab. It was, a big-time money grab. Then you had Ja Rule debut album. In 99. That was his debut? Yes. Yeah. Wow. That was his debut album. 1999 was a big year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then you had Esco dropped another album. I guess Jay, Jay was in his head. You know what I mean? Four albums in 10 years, nigga. Nah, I could divide. He, he was trying to just, he was trying to redeem <laughs> Get off himself. of Columbia, right? Yeah, he was trying to get off get off of Columbia or redeem himself with that. Because I, I didn't think I Am was bad. It was just not, it was just Nas competing against itself. Like, and again, like we talked off air. Yeah. I believe that 99 was a strange year in hip-hop because I think that at this time, the business of music started to kick in where everybody was trying to like really just chase commercial success. And like we lost, we, lost some of the, we lost some of the authenticity of the music where it's like, let me just find a hit and everybody was trying to be commercial. Because if you look at the, to me, the best albums up there are the people that really stuck to what they do. That's a fact. Eve came out on the scene. Now, was y'all feeling Eve back then? Absolutely, I was. Yeah, that's yeah. in my five. If yes. We, oh, that's in five? We're going to break down the five. Oh, we're going to break it down. Oh. And then the Tunnel album now, Off Air 3 was big like, yeah, I really don't even remember that joint. But No, I remember That it. was a big album. No, nah, it, was, it was a cool album. I like it. Yeah. It got some joints on it. Yeah. But it songs ain't in my five. <laughs> huh? It ain't in my five. I forgot what songs on I got to look that yeah. up. I mean, see, it this is why we five. do this. So you can revisit it. Like, revisit these catalogs. That's so, Funk Flex and, and Big Cap, right? Yes, yeah, Funk Flex and Big Cap. So so I guess three. We'll start with you, kid. So out of this list, you said that it ain't a hot list to begin with. Nah, it ain't. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't <laughs> what, shit, compared five. to what we did last week. Yeah, it ain't. Nah, definitely ain't nowhere in the way. That, that was um 25 years ago. Yeah, that facts. Last year. So, facts. I mean. For me, the five I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with the uh, Slim Shady. I'm gonna go with Hove. I'm gonna go with Hove. I'm gonna go definitely go with 2001. Uh-huh. That's three. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go with Eve. Wow. And I'm gonna go with Ja. And I'm gonna go with Eve and Ja because that was their break into the music industry. Those were their freshman releases, and Facts. they both they both stood the test of time, and they both went on to become superstars. Not Platinum superstars, meaning yeah. that they they was out of here. Grammys, Facts. all that. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So I got to put those two in there along with Hove, Dr. Dre, and Eminem. Those are my five. Ooh. And look, I left Queens off, so ain't yeah, no I, bias. Boy, that's what I was saying. Like, you left Queens off. There ain't no bias. You left Queens Hold on. Did you even mention Jay? Yeah, I put Jay. I, Jay. I got Jay. Jay up there. I got okay. uh, In My Lifetime, Volume 3. Okay. 2001, Slim Shady. Vinny, uh, ja Rule, and uh-huh. Eve. That's my father. Got you. What about you, Jay? That Eminem, man. Big impact on hip-hop. Was it? That yeah. was, that was, was hard. Was it? 
You wasn't that one was hard. That, it, <laughs> that out of yeah. all the Eminem albums, that one was yeah. hard. That, that was, was the best one. Yeah, that, that one was, was hard. One. That, that was the best one. Oh that God. one was the real gimmicky album, though. Nah, right? it wasn't. The second one was. Okay, okay, okay. The Marshall Mathers LP. Yes, it was the Marshall Mathers LP. Yes. That I J Eminem was one. That Jay Z. Uh huh. I'm going with Dr. Dre. Uh huh. Oh man. Mob Deep. Murder music. Yeah, murder music. That's definitely for me. And you know what? I'm going to go with Roots, man. I like that Roots album, man. You like that Roots album? Yeah, that Roots album, that Roots album is tough. Shout out to Jay, kid. He got the abstract lips. Yeah, right yeah. There, I love kid. abstract shit, man. Nah, listen, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But but like everybody, man, Chronic, 2001, hands down. S. Doc Carter, hands down. Mob Deep. I mean, I'm going to have to throw the Slim Shady LP. Cause like you said, it just... It, it was it was a different look for hip hop, and I ain't going front. It took me a while to get past the surface of who really? it was. Yeah, it did. I ain't gonna <laughs> hold you. I ain't gonna hold you. Like I ain't gonna hold you. I'm thinking Elvis Presley. Like oh nah, they doing it again. It took me a while. <laughs> it took me a while, but it'll make it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now the last one. See that Flex and Cap album because I guess this was around the time when. The tunnel shut down around this time, right? 99? Yeah. So, to me, that was like a, 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 a impactful album on hip-hop because of all the legendary performances that took place in the tunnel. They had all of them, most of them on that. They had a lot of them on that album. You know what I mean? And it just hit different for me back then. So, I was checking for that. So, I ain't even going to lie. Like, if so, I could so go back to that time, huh? So, so some bias in there. I mean, I mean, it's some bias, some bias. But I ain't gonna front. I ain't gonna lie. I wasn't bumping Eve. I wasn't. I wasn't checking for Eve. And I, it's sad oh, man. that I had to leave Esco off because because I am outside of the intro, the New York State of Mind Part Two. Everything, well, Ghetto Prisoners was, you know what? I take that back, man. Nah, that I am. Some joints I am. Man. Nah, I am got to be on there. Because now I'm thinking back in my head, Ghetto Prisoners. Um, well, Big Things was a reach. That was him really trying to ride that fast flow and all of that other stuff. But Ghetto Prisoners, um, New York State of Mind too. Dr. Knockboot, Undying Love. Yeah, some joints on there, man. You know, I'm, I'm a guy that likes stories anyway. Storytelling, man. So Nas around out my five, man. But um, yeah, that big album was uh, a terrible attempt. That, like you said, it was a money grab. At the end of the day, half the people that was on those tracks a bit, he probably would never even did a song with them. And Mobilarity was a, a damn uh, a disappointment. That was a letdown, yeah. Yeah, that was a big letdown coming from Only Built for Cuban Links. Yeah. To that was a big letdown. You could tell Ghost yeah. helped him out in that purple. Team. Yeah, fact. And I think he was trying to, Ray was trying to get from out of Ghost's shadow. Yeah. And that's why he did that. And even the RZA, because he was beefing with RZA at this time. Oh, he didn't make no tracks yeah, it with was RZA. No yeah. tracks from RZA, RZA on yeah, that yeah, album. Yeah. It was no tracks from RZA on that album. It's like he started feeling himself like, oh, I don't need you. You know what I'm saying? Like, where all the money at? You know what I mean? So that was like a poor attempt. And he had to come back to RZA at the end of the day and do. You know, Cuban Links Part 2. And as far as that X album, that was like the worst one out of his whole catalog. Well, I ain't even going to say the worst one because everything after this was downhill to me. Yeah, because they, they, um, 
they uh they they squeezed the juice out of X because yeah. they wanted to ride him while while he was hot. So yeah. saying, give me two albums in one year. Like if he would have just he could have just let it's dark and hell is hot ride out for like at least a year two years. They wanted the, another album because he was that hot. So he gave him the sophomore one the same year. Yeah. This is really just an attempt that we need another album. You know what I'm saying? So he probably was burnt out. He's rich now. He might, you know, he's rushing to make music. So, I mean, I get why it wasn't. But, I mean, like you said, everything after the first two was kind of yeah, down here because yeah. he touched that paper and it wasn't really the ex. Like I said, it was chasing the music business and not the passion of just making music. That's a fact. They had him in the music business bag or whatever. And but didn't didn't Eve win a Grammy off this she album? Did. I yeah. think she Love did. Love is yes. blind, right? Yes, that was did. Yeah, that was yeah. a big record. That was a big record for her. And who's that girl? She had that. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. That now that you now that y'all bring me back, yeah, that album did have some. So I, I think who's that girl was on a Scorpion album. Oh, it was a different one? Yeah, I think it was on her sophomore album. I think that was the lead single to her, mm -hmm. her sophomore album. Mm -hmm. I think Love is Blind was the Love lead single off of this album. Yeah, that what was else was big. on that, though? Got a Man. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, she, you know what I mean? She has some big records. Yeah. She has some real big records. That's yeah. why That's why I can't omit it. It's almost like when me and Jay was talking, and he was like, oh, you, you was, I wasn't listening to no Lauryn Hill. You must have been in love. And I'm like, my nigga, that Lauryn Hill yeah, that album, is, album. Is, is classic, bro. Yeah. Like, you could play that right now. Like, so out of all those... All those records that came out that year in 98 that we was talking yeah. about, like, that was... And the reason I said that because that Lauryn Hill album, that shit is elite songwriting and rapping at its highest level. That's it's a fact. Drake before Drake. That's so a fact. Shout out to Three. He said she was the Drake. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's elite songwriting and, and rap in the same compressed thing as hip-hop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we had an argument. He was like, yeah, but you could play any of these albums because I, I think I chose her as my spot and I took her over pun yeah. and the reason why I had to take us because I said how many people is sampling Lauren Hill how many people sampling pun right up until now from the time they both came out until now that's a fact that's they still a fact. sampling Lauren yeah. that's a fact to this day what she about, ain't making an album after that what about Most Def man how y'all feel about Most Def <sighs> that album he had Miss, Miss Fat Booty was on that um that album right there um and he was spitting when he came mm. out you know what I'm saying him and, and then that black well, did this come out before, this came out after that Black Star album right the original Black Star album yeah. yeah so that was him attempting to do his little solo thing Miss Fat Booty I think was the biggest single on that joint but on, I, don't I think, think on that, that whole label yeah yeah Rockets Records whole label. nah, nah, nah I mean facts. I think, I think yeah. it was like, yeah, that it was. Shit was that shit was ringing off yeah that was it other than that he ain't really you know he ain't really uh, moved me that much you know but like going back to three with that X situation man Around this time, X was making all the movies too. Romeo yep. must die and oh, yeah. all that. So he definitely wasn't focused on hip hop, and you could tell. Because the, the production was trash, the songs was just trash. It just sounded like, you know, they just Sound rushed. Sound forced, it. right? Yeah, it was It was definitely forced. Like they just So he in Toronto he shooting movies and jumping on the bus, making a record, yeah. and then, like, it was wild. He's starting to start Bloodline Records, and, like, everything was going on. Yeah, so it was just nice. like, you, you can hear it in the music, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But. X gave us timeless music that we go, you know what I'm saying, that we could sit with and live with. Again, at that point, I think 99 was the turning point for music, whereas, when did the Puff album come out? 97? Um, 1997, yes. 97, no way out. so no 97, way out. and then yep. we, had that, we had that crazy year in 98. Yep. 98 was crazy, mm -hmm. and I think that everybody from then on was chasing the business of music with like, 
We're trying to get the most money. We're trying to sell three, two or three million. We're copying sounds. We're doing all of this. And I think that that's when it kind of started to drift away where it was like the music business mattered more than the actual art of the music. That's a fact. Where you had people who wasn't even rappers trying to rap. That's a fact. <laughs> that's a fact. You know what's Word crazy, up. yo? Uh-huh. It's like most, most artists, right? Like their first album, they hungry. So they come out and most of them have a, always a good first album. Uh-huh. What about MCs that had like a better second album than their first album? How rare is that? Yeah. For example, Nas, it was written. I don't know. The reason why I say that is because I only think it was written. To me, it was written is better sonically because of the production. Mm-hmm. But I think Illmatic is classic because of the bars and what he was talking about. And he started writing that album when he was 16. And it didn't come out until he was like 19, 20. That's a fact. So I think the uh, the allure of Illmatic still exists. But I think the only reason that uh, it was written was better is because production-wise, sonically, it sounds it doesn't sound... Like, if you put on Illmatic right now, you could tell it sounds dated. That's a it fact. sounds like a 90s record. That's so a I fact. can't play it for a teenager right now and be like, yo, listen to this. It sounds dated, but I can play a couple of records off of It Was Written, and they will rock to it like If yeah. I Ruled the World. You know yes, what I'm saying? That absolutely. shit is in video games. That shit been in commercials. Absolutely. That, you know what I mean? The classic samples, shit like that. So, I mean, it's not really pe- a lot of people that come out and their second or third release is better than their first release. Maybe Outkast is on there, but the reason I think the reason is because artists have been waiting for that moment to release that first album their whole lives. So, that that's their best material. Gotcha. Like they've been pouring into that their whole life. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people don't know. Like, the newbie 50 fans... Power of the dollar is ill. Yes, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's, that's Hungry Fifth. Not saying that Get Rich. Get Rich is the commercial. The production is crazy. But go listen to Power of the Dollar if you never heard it. Yeah, that Power You know what I'm saying? I keep he's forgetting dump- about that. Yeah, I keep he's, thinking. He's dumping on there, some songs on yeah. there, the cadence, the melodies, all of that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Fifth. So, But usually the first album is usually their best work because they've been working towards that their whole life. That's a fact. That's a fact. It's very rare, like you said. Once they taste that fame, it's hard to get in the that studio. Pink the same that pink is different. That pink is shaky. Yeah, facts. It's like, where are we going to party tonight? Where? Yeah, but I don't really think it was. I can't really think of anybody who had. Well, you know what? Well, I don't know if you want to consider it, but the Chronic 2001, better than the original Chronic. Oh, man, that's tough. I love. I love. I love 2001, um, but what I will say about The Chronic, to me, The Chronic is actually Snoop's first album because he wrote a lot of that shit. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? And I just think, um, damn, I can't say that because to me, those are both compilation albums. I don't yeah. even look them at them as solo projects, so yeah. it's hard to say coming from an individual. Mm-hmm. I can't really, you know what I'm saying? I can't really say that. Yeah. The only, the only, the only album I can say that the sophomore was better than the original, and this is crazy Ooh. because the first one was crazy. This is fucking crazy because the <laughs> the debut is fucking classic. Yes, absolutely. But the second one is probably the best hip hop album ever made. So y'all should know from what I'm saying. Nah, I can't. I ain't got it. <laughs> hey, give me a guess. The Take a shot one, at it. The second one was a classic. Oh. Um, life after death. Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. life after death. Oh, that was that. not. And, Absolutely. And you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is that Absolutely. is better than the first because <laughs> it was saying. so well rounded. Even though that's what I'm saying. 
uh, uh, Ready to Die had like Juicy and all that on there. Big went into so many different bags on that second album. Like he rocked with Bone Thugs. They figured it out. Killed him, yeah. They figured it yeah. out. That's and what happened. They yeah. figured it out. Facts. They figured it out like, yo, we could do both. Yeah. We could give them our story and we could tell their story too. That's why you got records like Going Back to Cali. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You got records like You're Nobody That Somebody's Kills You. Yeah. Long Kiss Goodnight. Yeah. Play yeah. a hater with that nigga yeah. where he's singing. And, and, and he can't and, sing. See, and you know what? <laughs> but but now, what's so ill is that you just saying that now, like, the reason why it was even better was because of the amount of different production that was on the album. You had Havoc, you had RZA, you yeah. had um, all of the, you had Easy Mo B, you had all of these other guys. The second one? The first. Yes. He had, it was, well, it was a versatile, that. yeah, because the, the first album, he didn't have that all star list of produ- that, producers. That's on why. It. That's why I said they figured it out. Yeah, they did, facts. They did what he did, what Dre did, what Nas did, what Nas Snoop did, did yeah. and they put it all together. Yes. Where it's like we got the Hitmen. You know what I'm saying? We yes. got we got Easy Mo B still in yes. pocket. Yes. We got this person. We got Primo. We yes. got him. We got the, we got a song with R. Kelly. We got you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they they figured it out. That's yeah. why you know when Puff was like, "Oh, I got. Oh, we figured this shit yeah. out." That's why I got to be a double disc. Facts, cause so before verses, did you know that um that RZA did um Long Kiss Goodnight? Yeah, I knew nah, that. I you know knew that. that. See, I a lot know. of people didn't know that. Yeah, and that's one. Of, that's one. Of, that. That's one of my favorite Biggie verses ever. Word, and like he went crazy yeah. on that record. He didn't conform to like cause you were here RZA beat and you going automatically here a woo affiliate. But the way Big rode that beat and destroyed it. He ain't compromised who he was to rock on a RZA track. And that shit sounded like a match made of heaven. Even on last days. Well, have it. He destroyed that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ten no. Crack Amendments. Ten Crack with Primo. Yeah. And that, that was an Angie Martinez fucking drop beat that he he heard on the radio. Yeah. The yeah. top eight at eight. That That's was like fact. the bed, the bed music. You serious? Yes, that That's was the bed music for the top eight at eight. <laughs> And he that heard it, and he's like, yo, who did that? And they said, Primo. He said, yo, I need that. He was like, oh, that's the joint for Angie. He was like, no, I need that. I got another one for you then. Now you got me thinking. Three's a hip-hop story. Nah, he is. That's why I fuck with Three. Where's the mother, kid? This is his bag right here, kid. <laughs> I see that. So I got another one. I don't know if y'all going to agree, but Ghostface. Supreme Ghostface. clientele. Better than Iron Man? It's a pick 'em for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pick 'em. It's a pick 'em. That's for about me. a tie. I it's a, a pick Yeah, I would say it's for me. It's what? a pick 'em. I gotta pick listen to him again because that first album, Ghostface, was hot. Though. It was. But you you think about cool. the purple tape, or you think about no, not the purple tape. Nah, we talking about Iron Man. Iron Man. Man was hard. Yeah, Iron Man was. Iron Man was hard, but that supreme clientele. You sure you're not just in love with the title? Nah, 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 not even, not even, nah. But that's an interesting. That's an interesting one. Yeah. To put out there, like, yo, which album was better? Like, Supreme Clientele or Iron Man? Should battle those albums. I don't mind doing that, <laughs> but that's a little weird, but yeah, I don't mind weird. doing that. But the production was much better on Supreme Clientele than um, than on Iron Man. Su- Supreme Clientele was, had more exotic. It was like... You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like hip hop. It was more. Yeah, yeah. Yo, yo, kid, what? 
Solomon, no, 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 dog for life, yo. RZA killed that album. Like he gave ghosts a lot. Well, you need, you might have to leave. You might have to leave the show with some clientele, Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That album was sick. I think that one is probably the only other one that I can think of that probably was better than the debut album. That I think that that's given. I'm gonna poll that. I'm gonna poll that question. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, I right, you had um, um, Daytona 500 on um, first one. You had Fish, Camay. Um, what else? The um, the first joint. Shout out to Tips. He said, "Yeah, Ghost." Like, I think I think that Supreme Clientele was actually better than um Iron Man. Oh no! Oh, it's oh, an interesting no. one. I that's mean, a, yeah, that's a that's it's a debate. an interesting one. That's, that's an interesting debate. debate. Like yeah. that one, but hands down, Life After Death was definitely what three is saying that um. Was like the only body of work that was better than the date. Or, or maybe we need to like What's play that? one off of like go through one through ten or one through whatever and on, play on one. Eight, yeah, both of them. Just play one song and then play the next one. One well, song you, and play the next one. You can do that, Jay. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. I think you can do that, man. Pull that off, man. That's interesting though. But Supreme Clientele was was definitely one for me. I think that got Ghostface a lot of his fans. You know what I mean? It got ghosts a lot of his fans, and I think that that one is like one of the rare occasions in hip hop where the second album was better than the first album. Because, like we said, we just broke down Raekwon. That immobility was terrible. You know what I'm saying it was horrible. He <laughs> went away from the clan, went away from RZA, got away from Ghostface, and he dropped a dud. You know what I mean? Nas, Nas, it was written was close to Illmatic. A lot of people feel like it was written was more. Was more of a polished album than it. Than That's why I, I I hear that a lot. But I, that first one with all those different producers on it too was the, was a classic. That's man. what I'm saying. Come it's on, hard man. to beat that. It's yeah. hard to beat that. That's why Life After Death, like we just said, was considered to be a better album because of the different producers that they had on there. You had all the top notch producers rocking with Big yeah. back then. You know what I'm saying? Just like Nas' debut album, same thing. You had all the top-notch producers. Oh, you know what? I got another one. Um, Better than the first. In my lifetime, volume one. Better than Reasonable Doubt? Volume one or volume two? Better than Reasonable Doubt. I'll have Doubt. to run through them again. Yeah, that's I what I'm saying. I, so Reasonable Doubt was my joint. Reasonable though, Doubt man. was cool, but... Volume one and volume two. Yeah, so three. three. Reasonable (laughs) doubt or volume one, volume two. (laughs) He ready for this? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! Repeat repeat the question. All right, so we just we still on the on the the debut or the sophomore or third project that's better than the original. So reasonable doubt, and compared to volume one. In my lifetime, or even volume two, yeah. Reasonable doubt, reasonable, reasonable doubt. doubt? That's what I'm to yeah. Tell you. yeah, over reasonable. volume two. You talking about in my lifetime? No, 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 no. But I said even the second or the third one because the third. Nah, stretching now. You stretching though. You stretching it. All right, so, all right, <laughs> so volume one. Okay, keep it soft. Reasonable, reasonable doubt. And the reason I'm saying reasonable doubt is because, um, Hove, what Hove almost was like he like. Don't get me wrong, um. That second one was crazy. Yeah. I just think that he dropped the ball on a few records, and Dame is on record 
by saying this, like he was chasing, he was chasing what Big had. Oh. He was chasing what Big had. So that's why you had songs like Sunshine. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, yeah. he he was he was chasing what Big had. Um, you belong to the city with Black Street. He oh, was yeah. trying oh, to chase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that cheesy. Yeah, he, he <laughs> was. He was now trying. To, me back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so he was trying to chase what. With well, Big was sitting at, so <laughs> he had those hit those hitmen. He got some records from the hitmen, and then yeah. I think once he figured out, yo, I just got to stick to who I am, yeah. they followed up. And that's why they put out Streets is Watching to kind of put some steam behind that. So Streets yeah. is Watching also helped that 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 album. But I got to go with Reasonable Doubt because, like I said, nine what was that, 9-6, right? 9-6, yeah. He was out in Cali bumping that shit hard, and niggas yeah. was like, yo, who's that? Yeah. They didn't even know who that who he was. Yeah. And I just remember, I didn't know who Jay was, but if you remember, um, that president used to come on Video Music Box consistently. Absolutely, absolutely. Because so you used to see it all the time, and it was like, yo, that was like really my first introduction to like wanting to know who some was. Yeah. Yeah. So I gotta I gotta go reason out because the reason why that, I I still listen to the album to this day. Yeah, yeah reasonable doubt. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was a reach oh, though. Man. Reasonable doubt was a reach. But volume Ooh. two, I think volume two might have that though. You know what I'm saying? But but like three set initially, man. You're ready to die. Hands down. Hands down. Ready to die. Oh, cause it ain't plugged in. Safe. The camera ain't plugged in. Word up. It's over there. Chain that bag, man. I'm bugging out. Forgot to plug it in. But um I definitely uh definitely wanna put that to a test though. Supreme clientele versus Iron Man. I wanna put what's your, that what's to your a pick? test. What's your pick? Supreme clientele, hands down. Okay. I that yo I'm gonna revisit both of them. Nah, I'm telling you, one nutmeg, um, um, Apollo kids. Everybody go to those two. Buck fifty. Yeah, yeah. Yo, yo, he has some joints on there, kid. Like Yo, I ain't gonna lie. Like, don't get me wrong. Iron Man is a classic, but that Supreme Clientele hit different. Yeah, it's at the bottom. That's that Supreme Clientele hit different. Supreme Clientele or Purple Tape? Yeah, he really thinking about this one. <laughs> yeah, he's not. Yo, yo. He really thinking Supreme, about this one? Yo, I got to. Yo, yo Supreme oh, Clientele man. is a dope album, kid. It's a really, really, really... Dope album, kid. Yo, now, man, the purple, the purple tape. tape was classic. Don't get me wrong. Oh my! God. I mean, because of um um all the way down to the skits, man. That yes. joint is fucking amazing. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. But 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 Supreme Clientele got skits too. Yeah 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 yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That, that was that was the era we from. Like the skits had to be fired too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but the purple tape was just different because I just think that it kind of. It was just new. It was just a new sound they Absolutely. was coming with, and they just was like, I don't know. Like, like I said, I still listen to that. Yeah. To this day. So, like I said, when we people throw around the word classic and all that shit, yeah. are you still listening to that shit way after it already came out? Like, probably not. So that nah, means it ain't classic. Yo, Supreme clientele is is dope. It came back on. Yeah. All right. So yeah, next next week good. I wanna um. Yeah, you gotta just press the button. It's, if it's orange, it ain't on. If it's green, it's on. All right. So, I definitely yeah, we gotta we gotta revisit that though. I think next we gotta week we revisit that. Yeah, we, we can gotta, definitely we gotta revisit. We gotta yeah. we gotta do the top ten classic R and B albums ever. Oh, oh, we gotta do that. Well, R and B. I'm sorry out there, TV land. Some people going. Oh, shout out to Jessica Grandy. She said Woodrow. 
the bass head for real. Mighty healthy. Yeah, I'm telling you, that album there, it, it gives it gives a run. Them, them skits Yo, was hilarious. TV Land people don't fuck with that. Nah, the nah, R&B, you gotta fuck with the R&B. Oh no, 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 the R&B. We gonna we gonna do that. Yeah. R&B, I get in my R&B bag a little bit. I know Tiny be like, still lying. He don't listen to R&B. You know what I'm saying? But see, now we gonna have to bring Kelzo back to life. You know what I'm saying? Cause he's the epitome of it. Like, ain't nobody. I mean, him. Nah, we we can mention his albums. We could definitely yeah, mention yeah. that. We not omitting it. We not omitting the man's music. Word. You know what I'm saying? TP, like, what was that TP two? Yeah, we not omitting the man's music. Yeah, nah, I, I hate that. He got like four well, okay. classics. Like for he, real, for he real. Dude, yeah. that TP two album was ridiculous. That shit, I still listen to it. Yo, you gonna lie, three. I mean, ah, listen, like, lie. yo, 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 hey, hey, yo, hey, hey. Better hey, than hey. Chocolate Factory, though? Yeah. Hey, like. Hell, you're way better than that Chocolate like, Factory. Like, listen, man, I, I'm against that. I'm against everything the man stands for. But like I said previously, if we walked around day to day worrying about what we enjoy or what we indulge in and what the person that made it or created did in their everyday life, you don't know <laughs> listen to nothing. what the fuck is going on. You know what I'm saying? You listen know, to nothing. The, the person who made your socks could be a, fucking, could be a, a serial rapist. You know what I'm saying? The person that uh, made the straws you drink in your juice yeah, out of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I could separate the art from the man. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? So Ooh, like yeah, a, lot of people, a lot of people didn't don't like what Floyd Mayweather stood for as far That's as old as domestic violence. He's arrogant. He's this, he's that. Listen, I can separate the art from the person. I never met that man. I don't know him personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when he get between that, when he get in that ring, yeah. it's a bad boy and I yeah. enjoy watching it. Yeah. I enjoy yeah. listening to R. Kelly's music regardless yeah. of whatever he did. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying? You have to so put that one together I, three next week? Yeah, yeah, next we can do it next week. Top, top. You know what I'm saying? I already got my five out. I stay right. loaded with my five oh, already. And the crazy thing about R&B is all about we got to put a time frame in it because you could go back so far. And we yeah. don't want to go back too far. Nah, hell no. I ain't going to no guy at Aaron Hall. <laughs> you know, Shit, what you talking about? That guy album is classic, bro. What you like. talking about? <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> Yeah, listen. Uh, pause. <laughs> Bobby you know. Brown classic. Yeah, like, Bobby got, Brown. You know, yeah, Jodeci yeah. classic. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. We got some but classic joints, man. For me, that TP2 album is, is yeah, top that, of the list. Better than better than the 12 play? Hell yeah. Oh, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Because you got to think oh, of the man. sound, too. Like the sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get you all know that. I get all the that. The sound, the sonically is totally different. But I think Yo. 12 play changed the game, though. And I was messing with a girl from Harlem at the time. I met her in so Big Daddy's, AKA Chances. Had me open. They played the songs in the club. You talking about from like, the TP2? Yes. Yeah, so that's probably why you feel like <laughs> <laughs> Now, fuck, listen. That, that shit is t- classic top to bottom. Yeah, shout out to Tips. He said Usher Confessions. Hey, hey, we gonna talk about it, man. Shout out to all my people out there in TV land that like them R&B albums on the low, man. So you gonna do a quick hip-hop shot clock before we get out of here, man. You know what I'm saying? Got one special today, man. Some NBA mixed into this one, man. I know three like this one, man. So we got about nine minutes left in the show, right? So to set it off, who has the NBA record for most career rebounds? I ain't got my Jeopardy NBA record for most career rebounds. Total or yes, per game? total. It's not Wilt? It is Wilt. Shout out to three. Yeah, it is Wilt Chamberlain. Yes, he does hold the record. With 23,924 rebounds. 
What NBA team drafted Ray Allen? Timberwolves. Shout out to three. Him. Most people said the Bucks. The Casuals. Who has the most NBA coaching wins? Greg Popovich? I know it still can't be Lenny Wilkins. <laughs> nah, not at all. Okay. Uh-uh. He was in that, he's from that era though. In the, in, the, in the essence of time, we're going to go with the answer, and it's Don Nelson, 13-35. They must be – Donnie still got the most yeah, wins? Don Nelson. Yeah. Fuck out It ain't Popovich. Nah, nah. It ain't, I, know it, I knew it wasn't Pop, but I and thought you know, it was – Pop was like the longest tenured yeah, coach. Yeah, I, I thought it was – Um, I was like, damn. It's, it's. Yeah, Don Nelson, 1,335 um, total wins. Who's the only NBA player to win two championships as a player and as a coach? Pat Riley? Two titles. As a player and a coach. Now, Phil only won one with the Knicks. He got two. Check you, Jessica Grandy out. I see you, Jessica. She said, Dennis Rodman. I see you out there. <laughs> Word up. So the answer is Bill Russell. Bill Russell. Yes. Yeah, he was a player coach. Player coach, yeah, for the Celtics. Yeah. R.I.P. Bill Russell. Yeah, all rest in peace to Bill Russell, man. What team has the fourth most NBA championships? Fourth most. My man done broke it down to the fourth most. Because we already know the Lakers and the Celtics, you know, they the longest tenure. So you know they the top two. So the fourth most. The Warriors? Or the Spurs. Why did we go the Spurs? Why did we wanted the two? Yeah, the, it's it's um the San Antonio Spurs. Saquon Barkley played college football for what school? Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know this. I'm just. Gonna oh, you ain't a football. Three, you ain't a football USC? guy. Right? Nah, nah. He played for Penn State. State. Yeah, he oh, played for Penn man. State. He was there before that Sandusky. Uh, Chris, 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 good looking, Chris. Shout out to, shout out to Chris. Shout out, we see you, he Tips. We know it. that was a layup for you, baby boy. You a Giant fan. Murder. <laughs> he got it. Mm-hmm. Which undefeated team did the Miami Dolphins beat to keep their undefeated season in 1985 intact? Jay, you should know this, Jerry. The Jets? <laughs> shout out to shout out hold on man shout out to who that Jessica she said Chicago shout out to Jessica Grandy you got it right Grandy check her out word up man alright which team is the only non-profit and community owned team in the NFL team is a non-profit that's crazy a team being a non-profit they just getting all the perks. You know it ain't nowhere in New York. It's football about money team. out here. Football team. It's not Buffalo, just not Buffalo. It's not the football team? It's Washington? a football team. Nah, it ain't the it definitely ain't the Reds. I mean the, the commanders. Commanders, oh yeah. Word. So to go with the music, it's the Green Bay Packers. Community oh, owned team. Word. The Packers. That's why they so invested in them. That's why you love Aaron Rodgers so much. Which city did Detroit Lions originally play in? New York. It was in New York. <laughs> or California somewhere or something. Like nah. That. No? 
Shout out to Tipsy. He said Miami. Nah. Kansas City. Nah. The original <laughs> city that they played in was Portsmouth, Virginia. Who's going to get Nobody's that shit? Nobody's getting that shit. All right. What's the name of Das Effects' debut album? They want effects. Straight from the sewer. <laughs> the name of the album was called Dead Serious. Dead Serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah Dead I Serious. Had that CD. I don't know how. Word. About that shit. OGC is the name of this Brooklyn group, Brooklyn rap group. What does OGC stand for? Damn. Come on, man. We just spoke. Original about Gun Clappers. Shout out to. I think you said that. Shout out to JOJ. Let's see if you remember, kid. You know what I'm saying? Remember, we out here teaching people, kid. You ain't know that three. Yeah, yeah, it just oh, didn't okay. come. It didn't, it, he got it before me, but I remember mm-hmm. that. They said it in the record. Uh huh. What did Jada Kiss cook bass on? He said it in the rhyme. His mama stove. <laughs> <laughs> the foreman girl. Shout out to three. Oh. <laughs> First nigga to cook bass on a foaming grill. Word. The song Wolves by M.O.P. was part of this classic movie soundtrack. Give us a year. Wolves, that came out in 1999. Denzel Washington played a major role in this movie. Remember the Titans? <laughs> the locks had a the locks had a single that was the lead single for this movie. In ninety nine shit. Ninety nine. Training day. Shout out to three out to JLJ training day. You can hear the sirens. Like who you people riding. Alright. Um Erica Badu has three children by three hip hop artists. Name all three of them. Andre 3000. It's one. Common. 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 Common ain't common, dropping. Common. Oh, yeah. Andre. Andre 3000. 3000. Yes, he's one. They all wear dudes. Shout out to Jay. <laughs> um, three lucky ass niggas, boy, I tell you. Andre 3000 is one. We know that's a. That's the first two. Nah, nah, they not. not It's three of them. It's all three of them. Damn. Give up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta tell it. As soon as you say it, I'm going to know. Andre 3000, the DOC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DOC. And J Electronica. Yeah. What? Yes, J Electronica (laughs) got those buns, boy. I'll tell you, man. Overrated. Overrated. (laughs) Fact. (laughs) 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 Who who discovered Fredro Starr? Barbershop on Jamaica Ave. JMJ. JMJ. Yes, sir. Fred Joe Starr made his acting debut in what movie in 1993? I know I know the movie. I just can't remember. I'm trying to uh, remember the name of it. Um, the fuck was the name of that shit? What the fuck was, was it that was on? The well, that ain't the same sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the name of the that movie the was same... called Strap. Yeah, Strap. Yeah. That ain't Word the same up. sandwich. I want the same sandwich. Same sandwich. Got. Word up, man. Mm-hmm. For real. All right, man. This is the last one, man. And rest in peace.